Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. All we did was talk to a member of Congress. And the next thing you know, it's total madness out there. Just madness. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Good Lord. Everybody needs to hear what got said by Congressman Trey Hollingsworth from the 9th District of Indiana. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. It got picked up by CNN, MSNBC, NBC, The Hill. I have had so many strange tweets come my way, including one where somebody thinks I should be first into the ovens. Yes, a Holocaust reference. I know this because they followed up referring to the congressman as a Nazi. Let me take it from the beginning, shall I? This is the conversation of whether or not we should open up society. And there are some people who say we should open up society. Then there are some people who are saying, I'm not so sure if we should open up society. Then there are those people, most vocal on social media, who are hiding under their beds and awaiting orders from their government overlords. They are waiting. They will not do anything without them. And if you should think that somehow the government overlords shouldn't wait and wait and wait and wait, well, clearly you're in favor of killing grandma so you can open up the cheesecake factory. I'm telling you, this is what's happened. I have said, I want to make sure I'm on the record, that that I I have um, very, very uh, clear the things that, that I've said about opening up the country. I have stated that I believe in opening the country up. I also believe in social distancing. I think it's very obvious to see that if you're staying away from people to the best of your ability, your chances of spreading anything are lessened. I think that's very true and very obvious. I favor a working economy because we see that when people are unable to work, other issues come to the fore. We have financial issues that come to the fore. And people saying, oh, well, you lost your job. At least you're alive. That's not that's that's not the way to look at the world. Yes, you're alive. I'm glad for that. But did you have to shut it all down in order to be alive? This is the conversation. This is the question. And people are so desperately unwilling, unwilling to have uh, this this bigger talk. They want to see it as an all or nothing proposition. And it's not an all or nothing proposition. What have you heard me say? You've heard me quote Thomas Sowell, the economist. There are no solutions. There are only trade-offs. There are only trade-offs in this world. You are not going to come to a decision about coronavirus and the economy and people's futures and long-term harm in both a health aspect and an economic aspect and in a mental health aspect. You cannot do it and make everybody happy. There will be trade-offs. These are all things I have said about opening up the economy. I was on Fox News this morning. I was on Fox and Friends. 
and I was talking uh, to to Ainsley. I, I call her Ainsley. That, that was my name drop. How was that? Was that not bad? Was that a not bad name drop? I thought it was a pretty good name drop right there. And I was talking uh, to uh, uh, Ainsley uh, Earhart. Uh, and it was a conversation about how I believe we should open up and how Nebraska and Indiana are not New York and Connecticut. Is. Mm-hmm. I know you're in Indianapolis right now, so let's talk about getting this country back to work. The president last night or yesterday said he wants this to be up to the governors now. Do you agree with that? Because New York might be a different story than Indianapolis or middle America where you're not seeing as many cases. Right. So Nebraska and Indiana are not New York and Connecticut. And that's important to keep in this conversation. It's also important that the president understands that he can say, hey, the country's open, but the states still make the decisions. Federalism is real. And governors uh, like Governor Ricketts in Nebraska, Governor Holcomb in Indiana get to make that call. I think the right call is for those governors to say we are open. That doesn't mean people are going to rush right back. And I think this is where there is some really great divide. You know, it's Thomas Sowell, the economist who said there are no solutions there are only trade-offs well i'm not saying that we want people to die that is a nonsense garbage really awful position that very often gets taken in social media and other places but we have people who are remarkably damaged in their economic health in their spiritual health in their mental health and we have to ask ourselves exactly what has been the success or failure of shutting things down versus the success and failure of social distancing it's grown-up time to ask grown-up questions about what it is that we've done it that's my position i couldn't say it any clearer than i just did this brings us to congressman trey hollingsworth of the ninth district now you gotta uh, understand uh, that when trey hollingsworth got elected in 2016 i actually moderated the debate amongst the republicans there were five or six republicans running for the nomination and the knock on trey hollingsworth is that trey hollingsworth was a very wealthy dude millions of dollars and that he was from tennessee and he was just a full-on carpetbagger they literally referred to him as tennessee trey that is the story there but he won and i will tell you i've interviewed trey hollingsworth a few times in my life and trey trey hollingsworth until yesterday was the single most boring interview i've ever done in my entire life the man could not get off a talking point if his life depended on it. I stopped having him on for a while. I actually told his people, you can't talk to my audience like this and expect to be back. There's nothing being said. It's not that he isn't a nice guy. It's not that I haven't spoken to him cordially or, or socially. It's that the last thing people want are talking points. I often get asked why I don't have more White House people on. And the answer is, why? We know what we're going to get. I'm not angry at anybody, but if we know what we're going to get, what's, what's the point of doing it? I have nothing against Kellyanne Conway, but I know exactly what I'm going to get from Kellyanne Conway. So I, I'm like, all right, I could do without that one. That's not anger. Those are just the, 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 the facts. Not, again, not angry. And not to say I wouldn't have her on in the future if she was discussing something I thought was was interesting. But if I'm going to ask her what the White House thinks about this, that, or the other, I know exactly what's going to happen. But I, I, I saw Trey Hollingsworth do something on Twitter, and I said, we should get you on the show. And he said, let's do it. And we put him on. And he starts talking about the economy. And he starts talking about getting the country back open. 
And this is what happens. This is the 75 seconds that decided to get people out of their skulls. Reinforce the fact that we do have a biological challenge in this problem, but the economic challenge is growing and much, much larger that we face today because of the poor decisions and, frankly, the panic that has set in. We have got to get Americans back to where they want to be, back in the schools, back at work, back in churches, and, frankly, back in the labs to continue to work on the biological problem while we fix the economic problem. Now, what I said to him was that, you know, when you say that, you know what you're going to be told? You're going to be told, oh, you don't, you don't, you're not listening to the scientists. You're not listening to the doctors. You're just, you're going to get people killed by saying we should go back to work. And he responded. Here's what I say. There is no zero harm choice here. Both of these decisions will lead to harm for individuals, whether that's dramatic economic harm or whether that's the loss of life. But it is always the American government's position to say in the choice between the loss of our way of life as Americans and the loss of life of American lives, we have to always choose the latter. And this is what I push back on by these people that say science should govern all of this. Certainly, science is telling us where this disease will progress and how it will progress over time. Certainly, the social sciences are telling us the economic disaster that is occurring down 20% this quarter alone our GDP is expected to be. It is policymakers' decision to put on our big boy and big girl pants and say, this is the lesser of these two evils, and it is not zero evil, but it is the lesser of these evils, and we intend to move forward that direction. That is our responsibility, and to abdicate that is to insult the Americans that voted us into office. Well, the world just went aflame on Trey Hollingsworth. And my Twitter feed was the beneficiary because we, you know, we tweeted out the interview. Hey, spoke to Trey Hollingsworth. And I've got people mad at me. Why didn't you push back? I have a habit of letting people talk. I am not, I'm not one of the cable news guys. Maybe so I don't have a cable news show. I'm in the habit of letting people talk. That's what I do. And then we can discuss what they said later. And I got to tell you, when I listen to it, since I am already a person who says there are no solutions, only trade-offs, that we do need to open things back up. And since I'm a rational human being and I never assume that the congressman wants people to die like I don't want people to die... I didn't blow it out of proportion. I took it like a rational person. That's not how news media took it. We must choose loss of American lives over loss of our way of life as Americans. That's how the Hill put it. CNN, uh, congressman chooses economy over American lives. These are the headlines. The tweets are even more insane. Congressman would rather... Kill grandma. Congressman wants to kill grandma so he can open the cheesecake factory. Now, uh, maybe you've never had the bang bang chicken and shrimp. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. So, I'm not so sure. Maybe your grandma's like Troy's grandma from Community. I'm not. I don't know. Maybe that's a choice you'd make. But it's not funny to say that somebody said that when they didn't. It's funny to make fun of people who think that's what you said. These from the people who more often than not are totally fine with the commercial of Paul Ryan throwing grandma off the cliff. Right. Amazing where all of a sudden the morality comes from. 
And then there were some people who were tweeting out things like, you first. You're willing to let your family die? You first. Go open up the economy first. Go, go out there to the restaurant first. Well, if in your view, some crazy lunatic wants to open up the economy and go out to a bar, uh, let him. If you think that, you know what, you're going to get a coronavirus that way and, uh, and that's your problem, well, then you let him go, right? You let him go and you do it. How many times have we seen, hey, you know, that's a really bad idea, but if you want to do it, well, I don't get to get in your way. Nobody's telling you that you have to go out to that restaurant, to that bar. You don't have to go out to that sporting event. You don't have to do anything. The question is, should we prevent others from doing it? And have we created a level of success based on the idea of preventing people from going out? This was my conversation with Ainsley Earhart uh, on, on Fox. I don't disagree, and I think rational people don't disagree that social distancing works. The question is, did you have to shut everything down in order to get the social distancing? That's the question. That's a legitimately good question. That is a question that involves science and data. And I'm going to get into some of that because I had a conversation with Senator Todd Young. And Senator Todd Young, who I I think disagrees with me on on some of of these things, um, he said something that I I believe proves my point. And I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But first, I have to give you the the creme de la creme tweet, the top tweet that came my way. Now, it's clear she wasn't directing it at me. She was directing it at Trey Hollingsworth. But there is a woman by the name of Ellen. If you follow my Twitter account, it's still there. Oh, she's very, very proud of of her tweets, don't you know? You heard what what, what, uh, Congressman Hollingsworth had to say. And she responded... Not with, you want to kill grandma and open the Cheesecake Factory. Not with just you first. No. Her response was, I expect to see you walk into the ovens first. Now. That's a Holocaust reference. In case we were unsure. I can't stand when people use the Holocaust as a crutch. And that's what this woman did. And I asked her, "Are, are you insane? Are you insane? And she responded to me. Because even producer Ari was like, maybe she didn't mean it in the Holocaust kind of way. And like, oh, there's only one way that could be meant. But you like to, you uh, very much, producer Ari, you like to see the good in people. Maybe, you know, they just said something wrong. You know, maybe they don't mean it the way it came out. Maybe they were just saying, hey, uh, just like everybody else, the you first. Yeah. Conversation. Ice asked her, are you insane? And she responded, why? He's promoting killing thousands of people for the so-called common good. How is that so different from the Nazis? Well, first and foremost, you understand that it was absolutely a Holocaust reference. But if you want to know how it's different than the Nazis, allow me. Trey Hollingsworth, the congressman from the 9th District of Indiana, he thinks we should open up the economy and let people go back to work. People would then choose if they open their businesses because he can't force people to open their businesses. Now, can he? Of course not. He favors opening things up. Maybe he said it in a cavalier way. You can feel that way. I would never tell you not to. But what he said is we should open things up. 
And then people, of course, by definition, can decide whether they're going to, you know, utilize that business or they're going to go out here or they're going to be near people. The Nazis didn't give Jews choices. The Nazis weren't the ones uh, uh, saying, uh, hey, open thing, oh, 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 open up the oven. They were marching you into it. Trey Hollingsworth isn't marching you into it. Ellen then wanted me to know that, that she's Jewish and therefore it's fine to say. And after all, it's fine to say about him because he's a Protestant. I swear to you, this makes up the intellectual might of social media. Uh, the people who use the Holocaust as a crutch are weak-ass people. They always have been. And that's never going to change. Saying you want to open up society does not make you a Nazi. But the way some people have responded to those who want to open up society, it's some of the ugliest stuff you'll ever damn see. I'm Tony Katz. The times may be tough right now, but Kaplinger's Fresh Catch is making it easier on you to make great meals for your family. They do incredible work at Kaplinger's, and you can find them online at kaplingersfreshcatch.com, and they've got everything, the, the best seafood, incredible seafood. They also have ground beef, chicken, bacon. You can go to the local market without having to go to the supermarket at Kaplinger's Fresh Catch online at kaplingersfreshcatch.com. You can check them out in any of their locations, Whitestown, Indianapolis, or Lawrence, or online. Did I mention online? You should check them out online. Kaplingersfreshcatch.com. That's kaplingersfreshcatch.com.